Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All this time in LA, it made me feel different. And I don't wanna feel different. I just wanna be me. Living young, living free. Tell them how I'm supposed to be. What's up, what's up, grinders? Welcome back. It's the weekend. Hope you guys. Had a nice week, and now you get to enjoy the weekend with us here on the Weekend Grind Podcast, brought to you by Roto Grinders. I'm Josh, Sir Giant. As always, the Weekend Grind crew is in the building with my co-host, Travis, Mister Chalk, Mangone. Travis, how you doing today, man? Good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know February here. Uh, you know NBA is really like starting to get. Uh, we're starting to really hit the grind of that, and uh, hey, we got Super Bowl weekend too. So it's a good all around weekend. Uh, can't can't complain. And excited to watch the Patriots destroy the Eagles, right? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, it's gonna be a good game either way. You know, I hope we get. I always just hope we get a good game. When my Giants don't make the Super Bowl, um, I just always hope for a good game when I watch the game. I'm sure it'll be a good one. So hope you guys all enjoy the Super Bowl too. But we got NBA today and tomorrow too, and we'll be covering that for you guys here. Go ahead, give us both a follow on Twitter if you haven't already. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. That's at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone. That's at Travis M A N G O N E. We got a healthy slate here for NBA today on a Saturday. Eight games, and uh, you know it's it's a it's a packed slate. There's a few good games here for us to target. I'm actually excited to watch some of these games. I really enjoy watching these games, and uh, you know. When I see uh, certain matchups like this, it's exciting. Like you know, especially seeing like Blake Griffin go to the Pistons. We get to see him play again on the Pistons now. This is going to be fun to watch him. Uh, you know, kind of assimilate into that new thing. It was really fun. Did you watch any of that? By the way, that last game with uh, with Blake and Drummond together. Uh, no, I wasn't able to, but I heard it was. I heard it was fun. Uh, I heard it was a good game, and Blake looked really good. And I, I kind of expected he'd, uh, you know, be pretty good there with the way this injury situation is, and just like he's gonna be the primary guy with the ball, it just made sense. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does, and I think it was a good trade for Detroit. Yeah, and with that, we could segue into the analysis here for the games because he's on the first game here on the slate that we'll be covering. Like I said, eight games here on NBA, so let's hop into it. First game we'll be covering Miami Heat in Detroit. Uh, 197 is the game total. Close game spread here. Detroit only a two-point favorite. Pretty much a pick here. Uh, you know, we've got an interesting situation here, Travis, just to talk some news and notes from the game. Um, Hassan Whiteside is questionable, left the last game. We don't know if he's going to come and play in this game. Now, if he doesn't, Olenek gets a 25% usage rate here and over one fantasy point per minute with Whiteside out. Uh, you know, the issue for Miami here is that uh, they're gonna have to find someone to cover Drummond, right? And uh, Jordan Mickey won't be able to cut it at six foot eight. Uh, it's you know a significant uh, height disadvantage here because Drummond's seven feet tall. So Olenek is the only seven footer they have on the roster that could compete here against Drummond. So Olenek should get a ton of time at the five trying to cover Drummond, and that's a nice boost there. And he's fairly cheap across the industry under five k. Um, and like I said, Blake and Drummond are working well together. So it's I think that would make maybe an interesting 
interesting tournament pairing here in this game. But other than that, I'm really not like too interested. Like if, if Whiteside plays, uh, there's just better games to target, I think, on the slate. If Whiteside's out, then we can get to that uh, Olenek uh, value, as I mentioned. But he's pretty much the only guy, to be honest, on both sides of this game I'm interested in. And that's only if Whiteside's out. But maybe you have some other things you're looking at here, Travis. So what do you think about this game? Yeah, so I'm hoping Whiteside sits because then it'll give us some value. I'm leaning to Bam. Uh, Bam's the guy that they really want to. You know, they're trying to kind of trying to trade Hassan Whiteside so they can run Bam more at the at the center position. I think uh, I'm, you know I don't know how to say his last name, but I call him Bam. Uh, Bam Adebayo. I don't even know Adebayo. I don't know how to say that thing, but uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Bam is the guy that I want to target here for, for value. Him and Olnick. I think uh, Kelly Olnick is a guy that I really like. Someone that I'll definitely target for sure in this spot against Drummond. I think those are the two that I would look at and mainly key in on on that team. And of course, because they they have Blake Griffin now too with Drummond. I mean, they're going to be playing big a lot, so uh, those bigs don't have to get a lot of run. I think they're fine. I also, think James Johnson wouldn't be a bad play. I think he, uh, you know, he's not going to sign his center minutes, but if you have Kelly Olnick at the five, that's might give James Johnson some time at the four. Uh, or so maybe he gets like an extra couple of minutes here or there. So uh, don't hate him. Think he'd be a fine play. We know that the Pistons are really bad against small forwards, so Josh Richardson firmly becomes in play, but. Not the biggest Josh Richardson fan. I think he's a guy that you can definitely uh, definitely consider, but not one of my favorites. And then, like Goran Dragic, he, he's cheap, right? 6.5K, but, oh, man, I don't know. I don't. I just don't like playing Goran Dragic. So, for me, it's really just waiting to see if Whiteside is in or out. And if Whiteside is out, I'm really going to kind of target some of that front court value. And then that's kind of really the way I'm going to approach Miami. Yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. Uh, so, I think that's about, you know, about it. We just got to wait on the news for Whiteside. I think that's like kind of like the takeaway here, right? Yep, pretty much just wait for the white side news, and uh, you know we'll have that game uh, very quick because it's a 7 o'clock game. So we'll get that news uh, by probably 5, 36 o'clock. All right, very good. So let's move on to the next game now on the slate. We've got the 76ers against the Pacers. We have no total or spread. We're recording this real early for you guys, so we don't have a total or spread for this game yet. But just some quick notes about this game. Last time these two squared off, Ben Simmons triple-doubled. Love me some Ben Simmons, as you guys know, and I think that he's a great tournament play, uh, play here with a ton of upside. Uh, MB draws a soft matchup against the Pacers because we know they get smashed by centers. Uh, you know, he's just he's expensive, though, so that's the thing is, you know, we might want to go value at center with a few things that might open up. But for now, uh, you know, if, if you want to go different, if you want to spend your cap on Embiid, you know, Travis, one thing I've noticed, I don't know if you, when you look over the slate, there's just a lot of pay-up options here. So it's like where you spend your money up is, I think, is really going to make the difference. Uh, have you looked at, you know, building uh, rosters yet? And, and during your construction, have you noticed the same thing? Uh, can you repeat that, Josh? Sorry, I was looking at something on Twitter. What'd yeah, you say? yeah no, no, no problem. I, I said, uh, you know, what I've noticed about the slate is that there's a lot of pay-up options on the slate. So where you spend your money up is really going to make a difference on the slate when you're building your rosters. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. And uh, definitely, you know, with all the stars, right, we have uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, actually, FanDuel moved him to center tomorrow. So I think that's pretty interesting that he's center eligible. You know, we have Blake Griffin. It's power forward. Aaron Gordon, who's like 9K. Uh, Aldridge, 8 point. I mean, we have like a bunch of guys to pay for. So uh, you're definitely going to be like uh, careful with who you pay for and have to make a decision on that. So uh, definitely think it's an interesting slate, though. And you're going to have to, you know, uh, make sure that you take, uh, you know, whoever you're paying for, it better be worth it because uh, there's a lot of good pay up options on this slate. Yeah, and, you know, so that's where it brings me, like I said, Ben Simmons triple-doubles last time they faced here. And uh, Ben Simmons, I think, is a great play. But, again, he's expensive. Embiid, great matchup against the Pacers, but you have to pay up for him. Uh, one guy that's kind of like mid-range here and I think will be very low-owned is Miles Turner. He's super cheap for his upside. And, uh, 
I I just kind of feel like this is a spot where if you get some Miles Turner, you get one of those big games out of him where he like scores forty plus at this price tag. It could really pay off in tournaments. And uh, other than that, uh, from this game. Uh, I think J.J. Redick is fairly priced. I, I like him in cash games in this matchup. Fast-paced, you get a lot of shots off. And I think you're looking at a nice solid like 4 or 5x from him if you're just looking for that. And uh, Aladipo, you know, with his huge usage, still in play. Um, but like we said, he's expensive too and has a lot of pay-up options. So I don't know if this is the game where I want to like spend my my uh, my salary cap and spend up here on these guys. But there's certainly guys in play here. So I don't know. How are you going to approach this game, Travis? Yeah, so the Sixers side of the ball, it's going to be very simple. Joel Embiid and just kind of move on. Like, I'm not going to mess around with all these other options. They start to get a little healthier. And, like, sure, Dario Saric, he's 6.5K. Um, and, sure, he could have a good game. I think he's, like, an, a solid play all around. But he's, like, priced up for what, you know, you know, for different situations, right, with all the injuries they've had. Even at Covington, right, this is not a bad game environment for him. But I don't think I need to be playing him with J.J. Redick return. I think it's really just Embiid because I love the target. Uh, Indiana with big men, and I know Embiid's expensive, but if you want to pay up at center, he's a guy that I think you definitely need to be getting uh, you know some exposure to on the uh, on the Pacers side of the ball. It's really going to be Oladipo as the main guy. If I do want to pay up, I think that's a good pay up option because we like to target the uh, Sixers with guards, and I think he's a good guy too. But again, I don't think I'm going to spend my money on him. Right? We talked about how we're going to spend our money. I don't think you need to spend it on Oladipo today. So uh, I don't know. Could, could we go Thaddeus Young uh, in a revenge game back against the Sixers? We know he's hasn't like the Sixers for sure. And he's going to be needed a lot against this uh, big front court, but I, I don't know. I really think it's just a spot where I'm going to stay. Like if I play anyone, it's mainly going to be uh, Joel Embiid. And then I'm just going to pass on like the Pacers and the rest of these guys. Again, not one of my favorite games. There's a lot of other games on the slate. I like, and uh feels like some of these guys are kind of expensive, right? Miles Turner was out. We had a lot of injuries with Philly and all these guys just started getting healthy. So all the prices seem like they're a little inflated for uh, in these this in, under these circumstances yeah i agree I, I don't think this is a spot where you really need to spend your salary unless you want to play joel and beat other than that uh, maybe like i said ben simmons too i think is in a, a good spot but yeah i just don't want to spend too much and miles turner in tournaments only but uh, i think that he has some upside here so let's move on to the next game we've got yeah, real quick real quick josh uh, I, I mean i feel like i didn't talk about the pistons i don't know what happened i was probably zoned out or something or looking at some uh something but uh man andre drummond is only 8.5k on uh DraftKings. so i think he's someone that we definitely have to be looking into and have a lot of you know want to get a lot of exposure to right when we see a price difference between FanDuel and DraftKings. You know, on uh, FanDuel, he's 10.2, and on DraftKings, he's uh, 8.5. I mean, that huge price difference is like, you know, alarm bell should be ringing off that he's a really good value over there. So I like Drummond over there. And then on FanDuel, we have to roster two power forwards. I think going like a guy like Blake Griffin is, is a good idea with the amount of usage he's getting. I think he's fine. Again, Miami's a team I don't really want to target a ton of. So if you make me pick like between Blake and Drummond, I'm leaning on Drummond, and it's mainly on uh, mainly on DraftKings. And then some of these other values I don't love. I think Reggie Bullock is a guy that, uh, He's interesting. He's cheap around the industry. And maybe today's not the slate for it, but I feel like he's going to have like a nice increased role and someone that we might want to target uh, in other slates. Maybe this is not the right slate, but I think Reggie Bullock is going to be a thing. So I kind of want to, uh, you know, be looking for that spot going forward. But other than that, yeah, it's mainly drumming on draft. He's just a screaming value that I wanted to make sure we talked about. But we can go on to the next one, Josh. You and Reggie Bullock. I don't know why you always love this. Ah, guy. dude, we'll see, man. I'm telling you, they Stan Van Gunny, like he talked about Bullock, Johnson, and Kennard, and he mainly said he wants to get those guys. Uh, you know, he's basically said like they're going to get more opportunities to uh, 
do stuff here. And I think Bullock's one of, uh, you know, Stanley Johnson's starting to get a little more priced up. Like, he's 5.8K, which is pretty crazy. But uh, that price tag on Reggie Bullock is just interesting. And uh, we can get him in good matchups. Again, Miami's not the matchup we're looking for, but uh, it could happen going forward. So I'm just trying to trying to give the people a little, uh, you know, updates for the weekday so they uh, can uh, look for some things. All right, let's move on to the next matchup here. We've got Washington and Orlando. Again, no total or spread. We are recording this very early. But John Wall's still out. So Beal's leading the usage now for the Wizards by a full 10 points at 33% and 1.12 fan duel points per minute. Beal draws a great matchup here against Orlando because they rank 30th in the league against shooting guards and 26th at defending opposing three-point shots. Otto Porter's the second most significant beneficiary here with Wall out with 4% in his usage boost. His upside there. Sadoransky's going to continue to fill in with Wall out, right? So Frazier's backing up the point, too. Um, you know, I think Sadoransky is going to get like the lion's share of minutes here, as you know, as he's been getting, and I think the matchup's great against Orlando. His price has come up a little bit, but uh, I think he's like a safe salary relief kind of like option here in cash game formats. Uh, Markeith Morris is still too cheap now in this matchup. Aaron Gordon might be out on the other side, on the Orlando side of the ball. If Gordon's out, like fire up Morris at this price range, he's just going to absolutely eat on the boards if you take Gordon out. And if he, uh, if Gordon's in, you can still play Morris, but I'll probably just prioritize Beal and Porter then in that situation. And as I mentioned, Aaron Gordon, with you know, if Aaron Gordon's out, uh, Maurice Spice becomes a top value play. 4.2K on DraftKings, 4K on FanDuel, and he leads the team in usage in that situation at 30.2% over a fantasy point per minute. And one guy, Travis, here I think that I really, really want to try to get some exposure to if Gordon is out is uh, Alfred Payton. 3.4% uh, usage boost to 25%. And he actually, like, actually absolutely smashed against the Wizards in their last two matchups this season, averaging 54 fantasy points per game in just 36 minutes per game. Love his mid-range price point for the upside in this matchup. And the last guy I'd be looking at here in this matchup would be Jonathan Simmons. He's extra cheap on FanDuel, specifically at 4,600. I like him as a tournament play at small forward where, you know, we have a little bit of a, a thin, you know, thinning of a position there. Uh, the depth is very uh, shallow at small forward on FanDuel. We have to roster two of them. So if Gordon is out, Simmons gets a 4.4% usage boost up to 27.5% usage, which is a massive usage rate and averaging slightly under a fantasy point per minute. And the sample size is legitimate for uh, Simmons here because it's at 346 minutes. So um, that's about it for me in this game, though. So just to like recap that, Wall is still out. Beal and Porter are the main beneficiaries. Saransky is going to start. I think he's safe for cash games. If Gordon's out, I like Markeith Morris a lot. And uh, Spites would be great, too, if Gordon is out. And Alfred Payton is also a great option here. So what do you think, Travis? <coughs> yeah, agree with you on that. Like, Alfred Payton is a guy that I love. Uh, again, I know people don't like playing him a ton, but on DraftKings, I mean, 6.6K is too cheap. I'll have explosion to him in tournaments. 7.1K on Fandle, too. I like that price tag. So, Alfred Payton is a guy that I want to get exposure to on this slate. A guy I'm going to be looking at for sure. So, give me some Alfred Payton. Uh, I like him in tournaments. Uh, guy that I, I want to play for sure. Maurice Spates, he's a guy, I, I, everything you said, I think that makes sense. The usage is a little probably inflated and a little out there, but, uh, you know, it, it makes sense, right? He's a guy that just Chucks up shots, doesn't really pass well once the ball gets in his hands. He's down to chuck up a three, so I get it. A decent value. Uh, I didn't really play in tournaments mainly, so I think Alfred Payton is a fine guy that you can take an approach with, especially if Aaron Gordon's out. That's really the main key, so we're hoping he's out for that game, and he's questionable overpriced around the industry. His own, you right. If there's no Gordon, he's it's, it's a good spot for him too. Last three games 26 minutes, 24 minutes, 25 minutes, and in those games, 24.3 fantasy points, 25.6, 25.3. 
I think he's a guy that you can get exposure to. I don't think you need to play Evan Fournier. He's been okay, right? Uh, solid like guy. Hasn't really been shown a lot of upside. If he makes a shot, sure, the upside can get there, but I think there's better plays. I don't think you have to play him. So, yeah, it's really those are the key guys I'm looking at. I think it's uh, going to be like a guy like uh, Mario Hazonia, a guy like Spates, uh, and then Alfred Payton are like the three magic guys I'd look at if Gordon sits in this spot. Uh, on the Washington side of the ball, you know, Wall's going to be out a while. I wouldn't play Sadoransky. I'm not a huge fan of him. I understand if you want to play him uh, because he's going against the Magic, right? One of the worst teams in the league against point guards. But I don't know. He's 4.8K on DraftKings. I like him a little bit over there instead. Of, and on FanDuel, you can only roster one, uh, two point guards. So it's kind of like I feel like if I'm taking one, uh, I feel like I'm, you know, maybe a little opportunity cost there with taking him. But he's an okay play, right? He's fine, solid. Uh, probably pays off the price tag, 4X to 5X. Uh, so I don't hate him, I guess. Bradley Beal, he's a little too pricey for me. It's the matchup that was great, like Orlando. But paying 9.2K, I mean, that that's a lot for Bradley Beal. Uh, on DraftKings, let's see what his price tag is over there. He is uh, 9.1K. Again, a little too pricey for me, but I get it. The matchup Orlando is a great one, uh, but I probably won't end up taking that route. Um, Otto Porter is okay, too, but again, he's getting priced up, so I don't love him. It's Markeith Morris, the guy I like more. Uh, he's been really safe and consistent. I know he's 6.3K on Fandle, but here's the game logs. 27.4, 36.2, 35.5, 36.8. 16.6, 31.8, like just really nice and consistent out of him. Uh, no complaints. Price is getting up there. Uh, for sure, agree with that. But uh, I still think there's a little meat on the bone where we can play him and he's still a safe cash game option. And then uh, Marcin Gortat, we didn't really talk about him. I don't play Marcin Gortat a lot, but he likes Orlando a lot. Like he's from the area, like because he used to play there. And like, I think he's talked about like go basically ending his career in Orlando. So uh, I don't know, a little uh, narrative street, just uh, playing in Orlando. He likes playing there and kind of might get up for this game in this spot. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of my take on what I would do with the Wizards all around. Uh, not one of my favorite like spots because it just feels like we, you know, we've had this value for a while and it just feels like a lot of these guys are getting a little too priced up for my liking. Yeah, yeah, and it just it definitely does feel that way. But um, you know, we got to take what we can get, and, and those guards, those Wizards guards, are really in a good spot. So uh, you know, we just got to figure it out. You know, as your roster construction goes. Um, so let's move on to the next game. Now we've got Houston and Cleveland. There's no total or spread for this game. Again, recording this super early, but I imagine it's going to be big. Now this brings up the question: Harden versus LeBron, right? Like, who do we play here? Who do we pay up for now? Harden dropped 85 DraftKings points in 45 minutes in the only game these two teams played against each other this season. LeBron dropped 49 points, uh, fantasy points in 40 minutes, but had Ariza defending him. Ariza is out, so the Rockets will have to figure out who's going to guard LeBron. Kevin Love is also out, giving LeBron a healthy usage boost, and Harden will be the more popular play, most likely based on the last time they played, but LeBron will have a much softer matchup. So if I had to pick between the two, I'd probably take a lower on LeBron James at home in a fast-paced, high-scoring affair. However, fading both makes fine sense on this slate if you can't make it work. But hey, with Ariza out, we got a lot of value plays, right, Travis? You know, especially in the midcourt here for the Rockets, like Gerald Green, uh, Maba Umute should see a significant workload boost. Uh, they both played 30 minutes with Ariza out. P.J. Tucker is dirt cheap. He's going to get a ton of minutes, and he's in a fantastic matchup. He probably will get overlooked on the slate with plenty of depth, but I think if you could plug him into your tournament lap and get what you want all around, it's not a bad play. But one guy, uh, site, like site-specific here, Travis, Ryan Anderson is 3,800 on FanDuel. He draws a great matchup for this build with rebounding and shooting threes. The Cavs rank 25th and 28th in the league at defending both of those. He sees 
Uh, he's going to see minutes, and we don't have to worry about his colorblindness because he's on the road, right? Like those home road splits because he's colorblind. I, I think you got to lock him in at FanDuel on this price, uh, Rhino at 3,800. I know that cursed me last season when I locked and loaded Rhino, but uh, 3,800 on FanDuel here just feels too cheap, man. So uh, that's where I stand so far on this game. How about you, Travis? Yeah, um, I like Aaron Anderson. I think he's a fine player. It is kind of way too cheap on uh on FanDuel. So I think LeBron James is probably like the worst payup option on the entire slate. Uh, I think you're crazy if you want to pay it for him. Think about this. Like he, he costs literally, he is the, uh, you know, second highest guy on the slate. And like this Cleveland team is not the same. They're an absolute mess. They're like, sure. Right. LeBron James at any point in time can go off. But like, again, this guy is going to get some ownership tomorrow, right? He's not just going to be like 5% owned, right? I'm not getting him at that. That's just not happening. Unless like these extreme value plays open up at small forward and people just only pay down at small forward, right? We saw that the other day at point guard and that's why Steph Curry got no ownership. So that's the only way that actually happens. Like LeBron James will find some ownership. I'm not playing him. I think he's in a terrible situation right now. You know, no Kevin Love there hurts his assist upside for sure. It's not like he's just getting more points because of that. Isaiah Thomas just steals the usage. You know, Dwayne Wade. So it's like all these guys just steal a ton of usage from LeBron. It's not like they help him off of assists, right? LeBron tosses him the ball, and what do they do? They dribble, 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 and then no assists, right? Like, it's just out of there. So I, I just don't think LeBron is in a good spot right now. This whole situation is bad. It just... In general, it's like the defense is horrible. They're probably going to get blown out. They're playing Houston. Again, I don't want to worry about blowouts, but like, LeBron's probably not going to play much of the fourth. He's probably just going to like, you know, just sit on the sidelines and watch them just get destroyed. Uh, it's going to be ugly. You also have a guy like Richard Mbamute. He's been one of the better defenders on the Rockets, who's probably going to guard him a lot. PJ Tucker will probably switch with him too. I mean, th that's just enough for me to not pay up for LeBron. I don't want to pay up for him in this spot. I think he's a terrible play on this slate. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, you know, he'll have to deal with Chris Paul. I don't really want to pay for him. Sure, if his shot falls, like he could have a big game, but I don't know. I I just think they're really just going to get killed, and I don't really want to play any of these uh, Cavaliers guys unless I, you know, unless I'm seeing like that there's like someone that's like not out. Like, am I missing something? Like, you know, if like a Jeff Green ends up being out, right, or a Dwayne Wade, or like a you know one of these guys ends up being out, I think that could then make the situation interesting for one of these backups. But until then, I just think it's not necessary, right? We even have Derrick Rose who got five minutes. Who knows how many minutes he'll get the next game? So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just – I'm really off out on this game right now. I'm just not really a big fan of the Cavs. I'll, I'll full fade them and call it a day. The only guy I'm kind of considering is Tristan Thompson. We know he's going to be needed a lot against a guy like Clint Capella. Price is going up a little bit, but he can obviously have an upside game uh, with that back-and-forth type of style. So, that's the one Cavalier I would consider. Rocket side of the ball, I love James Harden. He should absolutely eat in this spot, right? It's just like too easy for him to just absolutely crush them. Eric Gordon is dealing with, you know, he's questionable. He's dealing with an injury, uh, his back. So I'm assuming Gordon doesn't play. The guy that's going to be like playing the Eric Gordon role is Gerald Green. He's the guy you want. I love him in this spot. He's probably going to get garbage time too. He got 24 fancy points the other day and had 15 light points, and he missed a ton of threes. I mean, he was just missing three-pointers. That should have easily went in. Uh, you know, Gerald Green is just in a great spot here. He's one of my favorite values here. I mean, Ryan Anderson, I think he's a fine play. Clint Capella, he down the boards where you can get him cheap. Uh, he's 7.7 .7 on FanDuel. Let's see what he is on DraftKings because he normally has a very appealing price tag over there. Uh, they just never price him up properly. Uh, pulling it up now, he is 7.3. I think that's fine. I wish I'd get him the 6K range, but uh, I still think that's still playable uh, at that price tag. 
But yeah, again, I, I think it's Harden and Gerald Green are my two favorite guys. Even Chris Paul, I don't think he's a bad play, but I don't just think I want to spend up on him uh, at point guard. I don't think I need to, but I, I like those three guys. Those are the main, and like, obviously you can mix and match like the Bob Mutes, uh, mix in like a Ryan Anderson and like all the, just all the, all the guys playing against the Cavs, right? The Cavs are terrible on defense and we have one of the, you know, best offenses in the league. So uh, yeah, long-winded answer, but yeah, fade the Cavs and, uh, you know, just play the Rockets. And I think it's going to blow out and just kind of a, uh, grab the value where you can find it yeah i think that's like pretty much it right uh gerald green i really do like his value i did mention him but um yeah he's the guy i love like i just think this is this is a great spot for him he's he's a guy i'm, I'm, I'm gonna have a lot of exposure to tomorrow yeah and the price tag is really good on that yeah i i think that lebron is is really in a good spot man i disagree with you so we'll see how that plays out cp3 by the way for me just feels like the odd man out here i don't know if you feel the same way but i just feel like his price tags up and it just I just don't feel like I don't feel good clicking CP3 here with everything going on. I think he's fine. I just uh, I don't know. I don't think that's just how I'm going to spend my money. Uh, I think he's a good play. You know, if you can, it just depends on how the slate kind of you know shakes up and whatnot. I I just would rather find the money for Steph Curry, right? That's kind of where I'm gravitating to. And uh, yeah, I mean, if Chris Paul has a big game, there's a chance that he could have like that 60 point game, and then maybe Harden has the 50 point game. And at those price tags, you'd rather have Chris Paul, right? More of a leverage play, possibly. Uh, I think Harden's going to be the guy that people more so gravitate to, even though he's more expensive. I just think uh, people want to get that guy in there just because you know what he can do, man. He can absolutely go off. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's move on to the next game of the slate. We've got Utah in San Antonio. 195 is the game total, and the Spurs are a six-point favorite. I don't know about you, Travis, but on an eight-game slate with plenty of action, uh, like I'm good just passing on this game. I don't think there's enough like fantasy upside here to chase – you know, I think there's too much fantasy upside on the slate to like chase uh, a down pace game like this. But I don't know, maybe you like a few plays here. But for me, I, I'm out on this game for that reason. I'm out. Yeah. So the Jazz are not, you know, Jazz are not really that great defensively right now. Uh, they're not. They're not the Jazz that like we thought of, right? Like they're not the. Uh, you know, they're obviously getting a little better, and you know, have gotten healthier. Also, on the second night of a back to back, so that worries me for like some of these jump shooters, like a Donovan Mitchell. You know. Uh, even Ricky Rubio, again, he's not the he's not a huge jump shooter, but right, that could hurt him a little bit. He's been crushing recently. So people are, might want to gravitate to him against the Spurs. I think it's fine to fade him in this spot. Uh, if you think the Spurs are going to win, like, LaMarc Soldier is the guy. That, that's the guy I really want to get exposure to. He gets a ton of usage. And, uh, you know, we've, we've seen uh, centers be able to do uh, pretty decent against them in the past, right? Like, we saw Andre Drummond had that massive game against Gobert. And then after Andre Drummond, someone else had a massive game after that. I forget who it is. So... You know, I think this is a decent spot for LaMarcus Aldridge, and his price on DraftKings is just, you know, it's it's really, really appealing. Like, uh, we get him at 7.5K with that type of usage. You see, like, a, you know, 20 to 30 usage, uh, you know, it's just a pretty good spot for him. So that's the main guy I want on the uh, on the Spurs, and then that's kind of it. I, I get if you want uh, Murray. He's been okay, and, you know, in being in that starting role, but it's really LaMarcus Aldridge is the main guy, and then I'll just fade the rest of the game, I think. Yeah, I just fade in general. So good with that. And the reason why is let's move on to the next game. This is, I mean, we got Golden State and Denver. 229.5 is the game total. Golden State's only a five point favorite here in Denver. Um, I expected this spread to be a little bit wider, but if it's going to stay close with this kind of total, man, we got to target it, right? So I think the two upside guards uh, on both sides of this game are the most appealing to me. So Steph Curry and Jamal Murray are the two guys I really want to target. Bullshit crush in this spot. Both teams are terrible at defending opposing backcourts, and Curry has averaged 50 DraftKings points per game in the two games that these teams played so far this season. Jokic is really crushing 
and I think we could pass on him at FanDuel with his price tag, especially where we're like we're like forced into one center, and you know there's there's um, Spates by the way is is forced into being a center on FanDuel, so if that value opens up, I feel like you gotta lock him in at 4K over there. But Jokic is only 8700 on DraftKings. I think that's cheap enough to consider for tournaments in this matchup with such a high total and a close spread. And just a little side note: Draymond Green averages over 40 fantasy points per game in the three games. That they that he uh, faced Denver this season, so um, those are like you know the options on both sides that I'm kind of interested in. But maybe there's some guys I missed that you could point out. But really, really want to get some exposure to Curry here. Uh, how about you, Travis? Yeah, the two guys I really want exposure to. Uh, well, I don't know about the two guys. I said three guys. If I had to list it, uh, you know, Clay is not the guy I want in this spot. It's really going to be uh, Steph Curry. It's probably my number one. The guy I really want to pay for. I like Kevin Durant too. I think he's a good play in Draymond. They're more so like closer. But uh, Curry's on like a tier of his own. He's the guy I want. If you go and tell me I can play one warrior, that's the guy I really want in this spot. Uh, you know, definitely want to get exposure to them. Uh, Draymond Green, he's a good play too. Like the, I agree with you everything you said. Uh, I think he's awesome. Uh, Kevin Durant, you know, he hasn't been like, uh, you know, he hasn't been like incredible recently, right? Uh, so I don't know. I think we can pass on Durant and find other ways to uh, spend it small forward. So I'll go. I'll rank him Curry first. Uh, we'll go Draymond second, and then Durant third, and then followed by Clay Thompson at four. That's kind of how I will rank the Warriors for me on this slate. Yeah, uh, on the Denver side though, like talk about Jokic. Uh, I get what you're saying about Spates on FanDuel, right? But like, yeah, this is Maurice Spates. Like, this guy can be scary. Uh, he can definitely, uh, you know, he can definitely stink it up. He can definitely have a terrible game. So, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of the that because, like, you know, we could pay up for a guy like Jokic who just has a massive upside. Uh, so, I don't know. It just depends. Uh, I think he's more in play than I think you were saying. I I think he's more in play on DraftKings. So I like your take on that. Uh, 8.7K. Love that price tag over there. I think he's a guy I definitely want to get in my lineups. I love if you want to, you know. Basically, take one guy from this game on each side. I think going to Jokic and Curry is the right route to go. Both great plays you can take here. Uh, uh, you know, what do we do with Will Barton and Gary Harris? I think they're both fine plays. They're starting to get a little priced up, but they're both guys that you can get exposure to for sure. Even like Wilson Chandler, right? He seems like a guy that'll probably get the start here. He played 34 minutes, only 14.8 fantasy points. Like, I don't know what's going on with this guy, but. If he gets the start, right, there, there, there's opportunities for him. So I don't hate him in this spot. You know, we have Mason Plumlee out. So there's minutes to go around in this front court, like a guy like Trey Lyles, too. So there's opportunities to go around. Uh, wouldn't sleep on that at all. Even like a guy like Kenneth Fareed, he got minutes the other day. I think it was mainly because Jokic had just had to go to the bathroom. So uh, there's there's room in this front court, though, with Plumlee. And uh, Jokic is the main guy I want to target, though. And then Jamal Murray. I like him, too. So uh, to kind of... Wrap things up. Uh, I think my two favorite nuggets are Jokic and Jamal Murray, and then right followed by Harris and Barton. Those are the next two guys I would want to target. Uh, and I understand Chandler for value, but it's really Murray. Like if you told me I was stacking up this game and I can only take two guys from each side, it'd be Curry and uh, Draymond Green, and then I'd follow it up with Jokic and Jamal Murray. Those are my four favorite guys from this game. Yeah, agreed. I think we're on the same page there. All right, so let's move on to the next game. Now we've got the New Orleans Pelicans in Minnesota against the T-Wolves. The game total here is 221, and Minnesota are eight and a half point home favorites. Travis, Boogie's out, you know, and Anthony Davis is in. A uh, ton of usage here for Anthony Davis. He's locked in at the center position on, dra- on FanDuel. Super, super expensive if you want him. The most exp- I believe he's the most expensive. Uh, let's see. He's the second most expensive option at DraftKings at 11.3. And on FanDuel, he is the most expensive option at 12K. Um, 
there's no boogie here, Travis. So, like, what do we do? Do we just fire up Anthony Davis? I know the home road splits are a thing that people really gravitate to. He's on the road, so that maybe that works against him here. But he does get a decent matchup against Minnesota. We know that they really cannot defend big men well, especially Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, really struggles, you know, on the defensive end. Um, for me, I think Anthony Davis is solidly in play. I think he has more upside, you know, as much if any as any of the top studs on the slate, but maybe more now with Boogie out. I also like Drew Holiday a lot too, man. Uh, Drew Holiday does really well with no Boogie, and, the, and they're giving him a chance to shine uh, second on the team in usage with Boogie out. So uh, this is a, a, a big, uh, you know, a big question mark here now. Like, I, I really like connecting Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis in tournaments, like for roster builds here uh, on this slate. But, um, what do you think here, Travis? How do we handle this situation? Yeah, so, I mean, Davis, he's like, I'm not going to argue Davis. is He's a good play, right? Uh, for sure, someone you want to get exposure to. At center, it's kind of tough on FanDuel because now that he's listed there, it's like, oh, do I really want to pay 12 k for my center? Uh, that's just kind of rough. So, I don't know. Uh, I get it. It's a good spot. I think he's in play for sure. Somebody you want to definitely get exposure to, but. I think he's more of a DraftKings play for me. I like him, uh, but I don't know. I'm trying to find other ways to get exposure to him, I think. Like Drew Holiday, uh, he's a little pricey on FanDuel. I think he's more like I like him more on DraftKings. Uh, but you know, he has to play two shooting guards. So I think Drew Holiday is an okay play. Uh, you know, just the problem I just have with him is like it seems like you're just like either uh, you know, you're either crushing the value or you're just missing it. So uh, I don't know. I think it's more of a tournament play for me. It's like he either gets you, you know, it seems like four X or three point five X, or then just gets you like six or seven. Never really just that five X consistency. So I'm a little worried about that in this spot. Uh, but yeah, Davis is definitely the main target on the Pelicans. I like Rajon Rondo. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm a fan of him because uh, I know Miritich is going to play in this game. So that obviously hurt a little bit, but uh, you know, just he's going to get minutes, right? They got rid of the, some of those point guards. That they, and I liked him yesterday and I didn't pull the trigger in tournaments. I'm kind of mad. I didn't, uh, but he had 34 minutes and had 43.9 FanDuel points. I think Rondo's a really interesting tournament play. Again, it's scary in cash games, but we know the Timberwolves are not the greatest against point guards. They've gotten better against them, but uh, I think this is a decent spot for Rondo. As long as he's getting the minutes, he can obviously have big games. So I like Rondo in this spot. I think he's someone you can look at. Uh, Miritich is going to play this game. So uh, if Miritich plays, which we're assuming he is, I mean, this is a fantastic spot for him. We know we like to like take you know, go up against the Pelicans, or not the Pelicans, the uh, Timberwolves with like jump shooters from threes. Like they're not going to be able like, Taj Gibson is not going to be able to cover him out there. I'm assuming that's going to be on because Towns and Davis will be going back and forth. So Gibson won't be able to cover at the three-point line. This is a good spot for Miritich. I like him. I think, uh, you know, at that price tag, I think he's a good tournament play for sure, someone you can get exposure to. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Drew Holiday's probably going to draw, like, the Jimmy Butler defense. I'm a little slightly worried about that. So, I don't know. Uh, call me crazy. I like Rondo in tournaments. And then Davis is a great play all around. And Miritich is another tournament play I like. But, I don't know. I like this game. But it's just I'm having trouble figuring out, like, uh, you know, cash game plays that I really want to get exposure to uh, on this slate. Uh, what do you think? Uh, New Orleans. Is that about it, or you got any other takes, Josh? No, nah, for me, I'm just going Drew Holiday and Davis and trying to correlate them in lineups together if I could. Uh, that's pretty much as far as I'm going to go. Uh, Miritich maybe in tournaments. I I know that he has upside. We've seen him do it when he's got an extra run, and he could get some extra run here just for the fact that uh, you know the T Wolves do go big with Carl Anthony Towns and Taj Gibson out there, so they might want to run like Miritich and uh, Davis together a lot, you know. Um, but we'll see. We don't know how the chemistry is together yet or anything like that. So uh, I, I just feel like this is a spot where I'm just going to stay with the guys I know, you know, and uh, as far as, like, I know how they work together. We know that Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis, they did it before Boogie got there. They'll do it after Boogie's not there right now. 
um, Drew Holiday and Davis are a proven connection to me, you know? Yeah, I also didn't mention, like, Etwan Moore. I think he's a fine, like, filler guy uh, that you can play. But, uh, yeah, I think we can move on to the Timberwolves if you want to start talking about them, Josh. Yeah, T-Wolves are interesting here, right? So uh, one thing we've noticed throughout the season is that anytime the T-Wolves go against uh, teams that have big lineups that they roll out is that uh, Taj Gibson performs a lot better in those situations. When he has to be out there and he gets to play a ton of minutes because he has to be out there and he's – you know, the, the, there's two big guys getting tangled up. Like, you know, Davis is going to be tangled up with Carlton Towns, right? Uh, Taj is, is definitely going to thrive in this spot. Uh, and I think that his price tag is, is always just, like, fair enough to where you feel comfortable rostering him. So this is a spot where I think Taj Gibson is going to thrive. I, I'm very comfortable locking him in, like, cash game lineups for sure. His upside might be a little limited, so maybe not so much in tournaments. But we've seen him have some big games. But I, I do like Taj Gibson a lot. Carl Anthony Towns, for me, I just don't know what to do with him. Like Part of me wants to play him because I know that there's upside there in this matchup. 9,100 on FanDuel kind of puts him in a weird like spot between you know Jokic and um, and the value plays there. So it, it's just it's it's a weird spot to figure out how you're going to play Carl Anthony Towns, right? So um, like I, don't know, I like Towns here. You don't like Towns? I think his price tag is really cheap. Uh, like 9100 9, on FanDuel, I mean, that's cheap for Towns, man. Like, that's starting to creep in that 8K territory. I don't know. I, I like Towns here. On DraftKings, his price is like uh, 8.8. I mean, dude, this is this is starting to get appealing. I mean, we're not – I mean, Davis is fine, right? But uh, the, the Pelicans don't play defense, and they're really up and down the floor. Like, especially without Cousins, their D struggles. I don't know, man. I think Towns is really a, a little more appealing than you're, you're, you're making it out to be. You would rather, like, so, okay, so I could get Jokic for 100 cheaper on DraftKings. You'd rather go Towns over Jokic? I'd probably rather go Jokic, but, again, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be doing that. And uh, I don't know. I, I, he's still Carl Anthony Towns, right? He's still a good play at that price tag, right? There's there's upside there, right, at that price. It's not like he's overpriced and we, we're worried about it. I still think, he, again, like Jokic is the more optimal play. I totally understand and get it. But, uh, you know, if you're building multiple teams, right, you can go overweight with Jokic uh, and then go overweight with Towns too because – I don't know. It feels like people obviously will just do that, right? They'll just go to Jokic against the Warriors, especially after that big game. And again, we're talking about ownership and percentages. It, it makes sense. Uh, so, and it's also cheaper, right? Than uh, a guy like Davis. Again, we like Anthony Davis. I think it's a good spot for him, but uh, would you rather pay 12 K for Anthony Davis or would you rather save like 2,900 for Carl Anthony Towns on FanDuel? It's just, it's a really big price difference. Yeah. I guess when you look at it from Davis to Towns, right. And that kind of gives you that, uh, that correlation play in that game. Like, I wouldn't mind going like a Drew Holiday and Carl Anthony Towns kind of combination, you know, for roster construction purposes. I think that's a pretty good correlation play there for this game. Yeah, sure. I, I hate Drew Holiday, dude. Like, you're no one, like, I'll play him every <laughs> once in a while, but, like, dude, like, I can't talk about that dude anymore. That dude's annoying. So uh, I'll let you talk about him uh, all you want. And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. Jimmy Butler's going to be there. He's, won me, he's won me a lot of money, man. Drew Holiday's won me a lot of money over the years. I mean, I'm talking, you know. A good, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Drew, Jimmy Butler defense, though, man. If Jimmy Butler's gonna be on him all game, I would be, sl- I would be pretty worried. So, and we got Jimmy Butler. Like we haven't talked about him yet. Now I, I want to talk about him, right? Eight point nine k on Fanduel DraftKings. We got Jimmy Butler's price tag at. Let's see. Of course, he's not a small forward. He's a shooting guard. Uh, Eighty nine hundred over there, man. Like. 
I don't know, Jimmy Butler, like we'd like to play wings against the Pelicans, right? That's, that's the thing that we've been doing all season long. Uh, man, that usage he sees like Jimmy Butler is a guy that I'm a big fan of here. Uh, if you had to pick between towns and, uh, Butler, I think that's a really good conversation. That's a similar price tag. I, I like Butler though a lot. He's a guy I'm definitely going to be keying in on for sure. Even like an Andrew Wiggins. Again, I, I don't like rostering Andrew Wiggins a ton, but this is the Pelicans, right? The Pelicans are really bad against wings that shoot threes and, you know, get up a lot of points. So, uh, 5.7 K for Andrew. Andrew Wiggins on DraftKings, there's a lot of upside there. So uh, I like that a little bit. Even 6.2 on FanDuel, I don't hate. You have to play two shooting guards. So there, there's upside here in this spot. We also get a guy like Jeff Teague, gets Rajon Rondo defense. Like, I mean, the Pelicans are a really bad defensive team. Like, these Timberwolves, I, I like them a lot here. But uh, Jimmy Butler is definitely my favorite guy if, you, if you're forcing me to pick. Uh, I just love him in this spot. I think it's a really good game for him. I think we can get that 50-point Jimmy Butler game. Yeah, Butler is a good play, for sure. Butler is definitely a good play. Uh, you know, again, like a lot of other spots we've had on the slate so far, you're going to have to pay for them if you want them, though. So, you know, that's that's the thing. Um, anything else you want to mention here in this game? No, that's about it. Just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just looked at Drew Holiday. Of course, he's underpriced on DraftKings. Like, they need to learn to price this dude up. It's really annoying. So, just just whatever. Let's go to the next game. <laughs> I might lock and load him just to needle you a little bit. but <laughs> Go for it. I don't care, man. I, the guy bothers me so much. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the last game of the night. It's not very exciting. Uh, Dallas Mavericks in Sacramento against the Kings. 202 is the over-under. Four and a half favorites for the Dallas Mavericks. Road favorites here by four and a half points. Uh, I don't know, Travis. Like, anytime it's like a Sacramento game, it's like, ugh. And then a Dallas game, it's like, ugh. And now they're playing each other. And just, it's like down pace. It just feels like down pace. I'm surprised that the total is even over 200, you know. So, I don't know. Maybe you could uh, you could find some lights, uh, some bright lights here in this game. But for me, I just feel like, I, like, I feel like if I roster a bunch of players that are all in earlier games, like at 10 o'clock, I'm not even going to worry about what happens in this game because I don't think it's going to be that significant. But what do you think, Travis? Uh, yeah, so I don't hate it. Um, this game is not a game I want to target a ton. Uh, it's So here's the thing. I think the one guy I like kind of have interest in is Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, even like a Bogdan Bogdanovich, I don't think he's a terrible play, but it's really Dennis Smith Jr. is the main guy. Like The reason why is we have a young guy that sees a massive usage, right? We have J.J. Bray who's dealing with an injury, and he gets a game against a very inexperienced team. Uh, this is a t- kind of these are these are kind of games where he can absolutely thrive, and I get the pace is, is slow, but he can dominate these guys, right? He's got a De'Aaron Fox on the opposite side, you know, young guy, just inexperienced. Like these are the spots where he could really blow up, and he's been really good recently. The price has been going up. Uh, I, I know you don't really want to pay a six point eight k price tag for him on Fanduel. Let's see his DraftKings price. He is probably still expensive. Yeah, six point eight k over there too. Again, it, it's kind of pricey, but. It's just he's against this inexperienced team, and I feel like he could definitely thrive there. Uh, you know, with Willie Cully Stein back though, it has me slightly worried, right? Because then the worm protection's a little better. Uh, and we've got to like Willie Cully Stein a little bit, right? Because it's against a Dallas team that's horrible inside. I mean, they have Maxi Cleaver and Dirk Nowitzki covering him. So uh, if I did play two guys in this game, it'd be Dennis Smith Jr. And I'd probably run it back with a, maybe a Willie Cully Stein again. I feel like I'm overpaying for him though, and I'd rather just find money to get up to like a Towns or a Jokic. But uh, if you were, you're forcing me to play, you know, guys in this game, I think that's the way I would do it. I'd put like a Dennis Smith Jr. and then I'd run it back with a Willie Cully Stein. Basically take the two really young, talented players and uh, hope that they thrive. And uh, they're pretty good matchup so that's kind of the way i'd approach this but i'm probably not playing, getting any exposure to these teams it's unnecessary for me on this slate yeah yeah i full fade for me just keep it simple for you just not going to target this game at all so 
Um, anything else you want to mention here before we move on to the lock and load? No, that's about it. Yeah, let's head over to the uh, let's head over to the lock and load segment. All right, lock and load segment brought to you by the Roto Grinders lineup HQ tool. Go ahead, check it out. You could uh, go ahead and use your premium features if you have premium features. You could look at uh, what our experts have here in their player pools. You could go ahead and click a filter. It'll show you their player pool, and you could build lineups based on those filters as well as your own customizations. Really cool tool. Check it out. But on that tool, you could click a lock button on a player. It gives you 100% exposure to all of your builds uh, to that player. So this is a section where we talk about which player we'd be clicking the lock button for on the slate. Travis, do you have one in the chamber ready to go? Nah, you go first, Josh, and then I'll uh, I'll, I'll find one here. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, it's it, I don't know if I want to pull the trigger on this one, so we'll see. You go first. Ugh, yeah, I know. Um, you know, I'm just going to give you a two for one because I'm just kind of stuck between the two here. But uh, I just there's two guys that keep popping up in pretty much every build for me. One of them is going to be Bradley Beal. The matchup is just too sweet against Orlando with Wall out. I just feel like he's going to smash and absolutely crush. And uh, I know that he's a little bit pricey, but he's going to be worth those dollars for you for sure. I think that he's a guy that you want to get in there. And uh, a second guy here that I think that you could lock and load into your lineups is going to be Alfred Payton. Really like him against Washington. Uh, those two kind of correlate in that game, and I think that they're both in a great spot. I think they're going to crush. So yeah, those are going to be my uh, lock and load plays. Plus, if you're blown, you know you're doing lineup builds on Fanduel, thirty eight hundred for Ryan Anderson on Fanduel, way too cheap. Lock him in there too. So uh, those are my lock and loads. I know I mentioned a few guys, but uh, just it's one of those slates where I feel like you had to. So uh, how about you, Travis? All right, Josh. So uh, here we go. Uh, hold your breath. Uh, you know, get ready. I'm giving you. You know, I'm, I'm not giving you the chalk, man. I'm not giving you Steph Curry. Sure, he's a good play. Anyone can play him. He's fine. But give me Rajon Rondo. Uh, you know, he's one of my boys. Uh, but uh, you know, I was I'm a Celtic fan, and uh, you know, I loved him back in the day. Always have had a soft spot for him, but. I think this is a really good spot for him. We've seen this like Rajon Rondo trend, right? Uh, when he does like, you know, get the opportunity, he does thrive, right? Uh, and at times he kind of like loses the opportunity and then just kind of goes down. And then he just like rides his price, right? His price goes up, 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 and it just keeps increasing. And then it's like, why am I paying this much for Rajon Rondo? We can get him at 4.6K right now. We saw what he did last night, getting 34 minutes. I mean, that's pretty good for Rondo, right? Like 34 minutes. If you're telling me he's getting that kind of run, that's great. I do, you know, I was kind of slightly worried about, you know, will Miritich being there uh, hurt them? Because, like, if Miritich slides in at the, uh, you know, the three or the four, then some other guy slide over and does that bump Rondo out and make Drew the, the starting point guard at times? Uh, yes, right? There's a concern with that. Uh, and I'm probably not going to do it in cash, right? It's mainly a tournament guy that I really want to lock in on and I love in this spot. But, uh, I kind of think this is really good for him. Uh, I was looking up some stuff and I remembered that when Rondo played for the Bulls, he was really like, just like good with like the young guys, like the young guys, he was actually mentoring them. It was really weird to think that, but here's a quote from Miritich. He said, along with Pau Gasol, Rajon Rondo is the best teammate I've ever had. Uh, he, he said, I feel so comfortable with him. I think all the young guys do. He's very honest. He's talking all the time, supporting before the game, after the game, during practice. He's always positive. Even if he, something is not going well, he's trying to help improve the young players, and it's been great to have him here. Uh, this new acquisition, right, uh, is is going to want to play with Rajon Rondo on the court, right? I mean, it just makes sense. I think that's one reason maybe they went after him too, right? Uh, it helps work with Rondo well. They're going to probably want to run Rondo, Drew, uh, Miritich, and Davis a lot on the court, and then, you know, they'll probably stagger Rondo and Drew, so there's always one of them ball handling 
So I'm assuming Rondo's going to get a lot more ball hand juice. He's only 4K. The tournament upside with Rondo is through the roof. Uh, I wanted to play him today, except I ended up playing crappy Drew Holiday instead. Uh, I'm not playing crappy Drew Holiday. I'll play Rondo instead because the tournament upside is better, in my opinion. Again, he had 43.9 fantasy points. Uh, like he, There's not many guys in this price range that have that kind of ceiling. Uh, like I'll just go through those guys at that price tag. And I know I'm like ranting about my lock and roll pay, but I really think this is a good spot for him. Like guys like, uh, you know, Buddy Heald, uh, Etoile Moore, Danny Green, Wayne Ellington, Ryan Anderson, JJ Brea. None of those guys have like that 40 point ceiling. So give me Rajon Rondo, man. Lock and load uh, against a Timberwolves team that's ranked 19th against point guards. I like him a lot in this spot. So yeah, uh, Rajon Rondo is my lock and load uh, play of the day. All right. Like it. Like a bold call here by Travis from Rajon Rondo. Um, but, yeah, so that's it. We covered the slate for you guys. Go ahead. Give us both a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant, at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mango, and that's at Travis, M-A-N-G-O-N-E. We're so happy to be back here with you guys on both days. So that means tomorrow we get to see you guys again for your double dosage of the weekend grind. But uh, don't forget tomorrow's also Super Bowl Sunday. So uh, you get to – Watch the Super Bowl and, and play some uh, some NBA DFS, too. Sounds like a good time to me. How about you, Travis? Yeah, I'll be definitely playing the, uh, you know, I think you said you're talking about the NFL or NBA. What were you talking about? I, I feel like I was, heard you talk about NFL. What did you I say, did. I did. I said we get to play some NBA DFS, watch the Super Bowl. We've got Oh, that, yeah. Well, are you the playing the NFL card. slate? You got the bingo card you, on FanDuel, too. That's pretty cool. Well, are you playing the NFL slate? I'm playing cash on FanDuel, man. Uh, I like it. So uh, even DraftKings, <laughs> we got some cash action. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, I'll plug the Roto-Grinder stuff that we got going on. We have the big game bundle. I don't know if you checked this out yet, Josh, but it's pretty awesome. Uh, it comes with the, uh, you know, DraftKings. Uh, you know, big game millionaire maker projected ownership comes with uh, you know DraftKings Fandle and strategy session and big game props. It's a video of Dan Bach, Dean, and Brett Hartfield, uh, Killer Beat talking about this slate. I've already, I've already watched about like thirty minutes of it. Pretty good listening, and they give you some locks in there. So uh, check that out. Dan Bach even gives you a lock. He says if this doesn't hit, and you show me the five dollar receipt that you put in, he'll pay you back. I'm pretty sure he says that. Don't quote me on it, but check it out in there. I'm pretty sure he says that. We also have like a uh, you know flex breakdown on Fanduel. Got the perfect showdown lineup combinations uh idp analysis i mean everything you could ask for lineup hq so check it out the big game bundle and i believe it's it's pretty cheap too i believe it might only be like five bucks or something like that it might be a little more than that don't quote me on it but uh yeah check that thing out man uh if you want to get on some uh you know big game contest be sure if you're trying to take down the million dollars be sure to check out what we got here at roto grinders in the marketplace because it looks like an awesome package very cool definitely check that out all right but we will see you guys tomorrow so Go ahead. Hope you guys enjoy the games. And uh, looking forward to watching some of these games. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. See you guys soon. For my co-host, Travis Mango, and I'm Joshua Giant. Peace out, Grinders. All this time in LA, it made me feel different. And I don't want to feel different. I just want to be me. Living young, living free. Tell them how I'm supposed to be. Foreign bottles with the gold play All these ballers that I call my friends We treat these nights like they ain't gonna end And come tomorrow to it all again I know that's just L.A. for you I know that's just L.A. for you Everything's perfect I know I deserve it Cause I've been working too hard About to make
stuck at the bar, it's crazy But maybe that's what life's about Exposing all the dirt and then you wipe it out But I'm just here for a fun time By the pool in the sunshine All these dollars that I call my friends We treat these nights like they ain't gonna end Then come tomorrow to it all again I know that's just LA for you on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills of cancel early remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after six thirty twenty. Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. 